We have been talking about something uh, since yesterday that broke during our show. That's been a very big and very captivating story. And that is, of course, the promise that Calgary is going to get a new arena. Now, this is going to be part of a new district, uh, but... It's going to involve getting a new arena for that city, which was not something that was outlined in the provincial budget that we saw uh, about a month ago. So this obviously coming as a bit of a surprise, maybe an unwelcome surprise for Edmontonians, for any resident of our province that doesn't live in Calgary, because taxpayers are going to be on the hook for about $300 million of this, which Daniel Smith is saying that's going to go towards infrastructure. So that's not actually paying for the arena itself. That's paying for infrastructure like LRT developments and road developments and all of those kinds of things. Is there going to be a a good return on investment on infrastructure if taxpayers are paying for that? Does that mean that we can justify spending this if our money is actually not technically going towards an arena, at least the way that she's outlining it, but it's going towards something else? We're going to talk about it right now with uh, an economist, a sports economist and senior economics lecturer at Concordia, Moshe Lander. Moshe, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for being here. Hello. So I'm curious if you think uh, if you think that this is going to be a worthwhile investment from a from a sports economy perspective. What are your thoughts? Well, I'm sorry for coming in late, but I can uh, make up for lost time here by giving you a very concise answer. <laughs> sure. No, it's not. <laughs> now, I'm not just saying that as an economist. Uh, I will mention that I'm a sports fan. So just so we, we're clear, no, it, it doesn't deliver uh, any return. It's just money that's spent on civic pride. Yeah, I I mean, you are quoted in an article that the CBC published yesterday, and and you say the economic reality is that it never makes sense to put public money into arenas and arenas, excuse me, and stadiums. It will never pay for itself. Can you expand a little bit on that, Moshe? What do you mean by that? Sure. So the the thought is that, especially in Edmonton, right, um, that you build an arena, you create an ice district, and look at how much fun people are having uh, with the Oilers and. that's not because of the arena. That was because there was already growth that was taking place in the area around the arena before the arena got there. This was the accelerant, mm. but it wasn't the cause. Um, but if you also take a look at what's going on in and around the arena, while it's all exciting, take a look at what's going on in other neighborhoods, say, for example, up near the old Northlands, which is now deserted in a ghost town. Um, not that it was exactly thriving before, sure. but it It's empty. So when you start factoring in that, okay, maybe there is some economic activity going on around, you know, 104 Ave and 109 Street, subtract out all the economic activity that's being lost because it's being transferred to the ICE district. And what you end up with is that the net effect is pretty close to zero. Hmm. So it's just kind of moving pieces on the table, but it's not actually increasing the size of what's on the table. Interesting, because this this arena or this district, as it's being built here in in Calgary, is supposed to is supposed to deliver exactly what you just described a, a new district, a new area. It's supposed to draw people into what's being called the the Rivers District. Uh, so, I mean, is there no business that can t- piggyback on that that can that we can see some sort of a, a benefit? So you already have an arena there. <laughs> You're moving it a block north. Uh, 
So anybody who's built their business around the the arena is already there, uh, and it's been there for 40 years. So anybody who wanted to build a business around the arena would have already come in at this point. So mm-hmm. merely moving this one block to the north, it, it's not going to change the economics of that particular neighborhood, right? The East Village has exploded, not because the, the Saddle Dome is in its near backyard, it's because the East Village became a desirable place to be mm-hmm. and people are moving on mass there. So again, it's one of those things that the arena itself is not going to create the economic activity. And even if we can say that, wait, maybe some businesses will come into that area because of the new arena, Um, Where are those businesses coming from? If they're coming from, say, further down near the Chinook Center, if it's coming from uh, Stephen Avenue, then all you're doing, again, is just moving pieces on the table, but you're not creating new economic activity. And again, it's it's why the net effect is is zero. Not to mention the fact that it's going to be costly to take down the Saddle Dome, just like it's been really expensive to preserve and maintain uh, Rexall Place and now eventually to tear it down, right? Yeah, and, and, you know, tearing it down, I, I mean, thank goodness the provincial government has come in with money to say that they'll take care of that. But, um, you know, decommissioning an old arena uh, creates maybe a bunch of jobs for the amount of time that it takes to decommission the place and to reclaim the land. Right. Uh, but those aren't permanent jobs. And, in fact, it could actually be a problem because... Uh, it's not creating new tradespeople either. What you're doing is you're diverting them from other projects. So if you have those tradespeople that are busy building residential homes to try and deal with housing shortages, they're going to be bid away so that they can work on the decommissioning of the saddle dome. Well, that can actually start raising labor costs, which the laborers themselves will be very happy with, and they should be. Uh, but it's going to raise the cost then to the province of taking down the saddle dome, and it's going to increase the cost of home building that now has to compete for that labor by paying them more, which means the cost of a house is going to be higher. Chet Ishan, I would love to know your thoughts as we have been trying to wrap our heads around this now for about 24 hours. Uh, this new district and, and arena that Calgary is going to get partially funded by taxpayers' dollars here in Edmonton, around the province, anyone that's not in Calgary, 780-496-0063. Uh, Moshe Lander is an economist and senior economics lecturer at Concordia. Moshe, I'm curious, a lot has been made now of, of Danielle Smith coming out and saying, well, look, this, this money isn't actually from taxpayers going to go towards the arena. It's going to go towards infrastructure. Is that a better return on investment? Can we justify taxpayer dollars going towards things like building roads and LRT development and and swallow that pill a little easier than the idea of paying for an arena? Sure. So infrastructure development delivers at least a long-term return. Unfortunately, this particular infrastructure development is all centered on one particular part of one particular town in a very large province that needs a lot of infrastructure spending. So to to say that, hey, it's not being spent on the arena is a little bit disingenuous. And and I think everybody can read between the lines and understand full well that uh, that $300 million wasn't coming uh, in the absence of a new arena deal. So to tie it and piggyback on that, it's really saying that, no, this is connected to uh, the arena itself. And Calgary and Edmonton, uh, Fort McMurray and and you know, all points in between probably have a huge laundry list of infrastructure needs uh, to help the oil and gas industry, but we're not seeing hundreds of millions being spent there. So, you know, it it can deliver a benefit. Uh, I don't think that this is uh, broad enough to deliver that benefit. It's too specifically targeted. Uh, And when you're making that announcement wearing a Flames jersey, uh, I I, I kind of read between the lines and maybe see that it's, it's not 
really what it's cracked up to be. It's impossible not to. It's really hard to not look at this from the perspective of someone not living in Calgary and think that this is just, this is vote buying and that this is something that's completely intentional weeks before an election, days before the writ is about to be dropped. I mean, this seems like it's politically motivated and, and how can it be anything else? I'm trying to find the pieces that might make sense financially. So I, what about, Moshe, what about jobs? What about the fact that this will likely be a bigger arena, maybe more going into it? Will Will it help in terms of the labor force providing uh, a little bit of employment. I'm afraid I don't have good news for you there either, right? Um, the, the Saddle Dome uh, during the heyday will seat around uh, 20,000 people. The new arena is not going to seat that many because new arenas are being built more in the 15,000, 16,000 seat range. So it's possible that it could actually cost jobs. Uh, but beyond that, even if we say that eh, roughly the, the number of jobs isn't going to be all that different, it's not going to change the length of the NHL season, right? There's still going to be 41 home games uh, and whatever amount of playoff games the, the Flames can hang around for. Uh, pre-game isn't going to change. The teams that are playing in the Saddle Dome uh, are probably going to move across the street, but some of them might actually move to smaller venues. Uh, and the number of incremental concerts that could come in where you could be creating potential jobs for people working the night of a concert. The interesting thing is that Calgary wanted this new arena, at least in part, to try and bid away some of the concerts that are going to Edmonton. But you can now imagine that if I'm a world-class talent, I might now start playing Edmonton off of Calgary and saying, look, I'm going to do a concert in Vancouver, and the following night I'll do it in one of Edmonton and Calgary. Who's going to give me the biggest take of tickets? Mm. Um, you know, at that point then, Edmonton and Calgary could end up competing with each other, driving their own shares towards a much smaller amount. So it, it could actually be an own goal, I guess, to use a sporting uh, analogy. And, you know, similarly, in the, in the fact that these, are, these projects are usually billed as ways to draw big, world-class entertainment, you know, big sporting events, but in a similar way that you just described with concerts, that then puts Edmonton and Calgary bidding against one another. So does anyone really come out the winner? Yeah, and, and that's why, you know, at least the good news that Edmonton and Calgary are, are looking at a joint bid for the Commonwealth Games, recognizing that rather than cannibalizing each other, uh, it's better to work together. But, you know, even with the, the large-scale events, a lot of those events were already coming to Calgary anyway, right? Calgary's in regular rotation to host a, a Briar or a Scotties or a World Figure Skating Championship. Like, those things wouldn't necessarily bypass Calgary because uh, you're, you're not putting 20,000 people in there anyway for those events. Uh, larger scale events like World Hockey Championships, you know, Edmonton hosted three times in the last, you know, 20 months. Um, I doubt it's coming to Calgary anytime soon, even with the new arena. But, you know, if the arena is going to last 30, 40 years, how many times is that event really going to come to Calgary anyway, right? The NHL has said that they'll give Calgary an all-star game. Well, that's great. They get one every 32 years because every other city wants to host one. They're going to get to host a draft. Well, that's also one out of every 32 years. So the number of incremental events isn't going to be enough to justify $600 million of municipal money plus $300 million over top of that of provincial money. Moshe, thank you so much for sharing your perspective. Uh, really appreciate your time. And you Thanks. Moshe Lander, as we said, is a sports economist and senior economics lecturer at Concordia talking about Calgary's new event center deal and breaking it down by the numbers, how it will provide or not provide uh, a benefit.